for God is good. We are grateful to our pastor, Bishop Dumas, his wife and family. Grateful for my wife being here, Jennifer. His presence is here, y'all. His presence is here. And in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. And his right hand is pledges forevermore. We thank God for being here today. Today, I won't be before you long. Ah, God, we thank you. Mm, God, we thank you. Ah, God. I won't be before you long today. Romans chapter number eight. Romans chapter number eight. God, you are good, and your mercy endures forever. Romans chapter number 8, we'll start at verse 26. Romans chapter number 8, verse number 26. And when you have it, just shout, I got it. The scripture reads, likewise, the spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is in the mind of the spirit because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. In our last verse, and we know that all things, can we shout all things? All things. No, that, I'm, I'm sorry. That was with some doubt. I need some people who, who've had some experience with him who've been through some things in life that know that all things, shout all things. All things. Work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. Father, we thank you for your grace and your mercy, God. We thank you for visiting us today. We thank you for your presence being with us and in us. Father, without you, we are nothing. And God, today we say we need you. And God, we thank you. Bless us today. Be with us today. Bless this word to touch somebody's heart, God. 
blessed that it is activated in somebody's faith today. And God, help us today. Lord, if there be any sick among us, we claim your healing in Jesus' name. If there be any, Lord God, Jesus, of us that may be bound in the spirit, Jesus, we say loose in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, and we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of God. For a topic I want to talk about today is God will help me. Can you repeat that after me? God will help me. The book of Romans, in the chapter number eight, it begins to talk to us about the workings of the Holy Spirit in our lives. It talks about the Spirit of God in us and the benefits that it has to the believer. It talks about four things that we'll discuss today. But to start, the first thing that the Holy Spirit does is it grants us access and helps us to be one and aligns us to be one with Christ. Now, I must say this before I continue. I know that it may not necessarily always be talked about as much. I know that sometimes uh, things lose their importance as we gain more knowledge. But before I continue, there is a fundamental truth that we must all agree on. And that is simply, you need the Holy Ghost. Now, now, I know, I know. We have a lot of theologies. I know that there's a lot of theories. I know that there is a lot of different things that can be offered to you. But please remember, out of all the things that can be offered to you, the main thing that you must have is the Holy Ghost. It is God's power on the inside of you. Without you, the scripture says, you are none of his. And so the spirit of God, number one, it starts off and says that there is now therefore no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. In other words, when you and I have accepted the Spirit of God into our lives, when you and I received his Holy Spirit, there was no more condemnation that could be applied onto your life as long as you and I are continuing with Christ. His Spirit on the inside of us aligns us with him 
And because it aligns us with him, we no longer now have a carnal, fleshly mind, but we now have a spiritual mind. The job, however, of the believer is to follow the spirit and deny the flesh. That is your job on a regular basis. This new freedom that we have in Christ Jesus does not mean that I can do what I want to do when I want to do it and how I want to do it. I'll say it again. Just because you now have the Holy Spirit it does not give us the right to do what we want, when we want, how we want, because we want to. It allows us to be in agreement with Jesus that his way is better than mine. His way is better than my own selfish desires. Well, the scripture says that if we follow our flesh, we shall die. But if we, through the spirit, <clears throat> do mortify the deeds of the flesh, then we will have life. Understand, my brothers and sisters, no, he is not condemning us, but he is encouraging us to make sure that our walk with Christ is aligned with him and his word. Please understand that, that this alignment is, 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 is crucial because it gives us now a new master. It gives us a new person to follow before salvation, before his spirit. I did what I wanted to do. There was no one that could correct me. There was no one that could, could tell me what to do. But when I accepted his Holy Spirit, I agreed that Jesus is right. That's what I, that's what I agreed. That is the condition that I agreed to. Uh, it brought us into his spirit. It brought us into new relationships. It brought us into new relationship with God. It reconciled us back to him. And because of this reconciliation, because of this new relationship, I must dedicate my life to him. No, we are not saying that one must be perfect. No, we are not saying that one won't make mistakes. No, we are not. That is a part of of your walk with him, and that is because of the grace of God that we can make these mistakes, and God forgives us. But it does not mean that I don't at least try. It doesn't mean that I don't at least try to live how God wants me to live. It does not exempt me from trying to do what God wants me to do. There is no relationship. There is no relationship where you and I can do what we want to do. There is not one human relationship where there is not 
boundaries. There's, there's not one person in here that wants to be cheated on by their significant other. There's not one person that is in a relationship in here today that wants to be lied on by their significant other. There is not one person in here that would tolerate a spouse or a partner that would not talk to you every now and then. There, there's not one of us that is in here that, that, that would tolerate disrespect in our relationship. No, 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 no. And likewise, if that relationship is honored on this earth, how much more should our relationship with Christ be honored? Can the church shout hallelujah? Mm. The second thing that the Holy Spirit does is the Holy Spirit brings us into sonship with God. It then brings us into uh, 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 his royalty. For, for the scripture says that if we be children of God, then we are heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ because of God's Holy Spirit, he has made me one of his children. He has adopted me into his family. And because I've been adopted into his family, I now have the benefits and the royalties of being connected with God. I, <clears throat> I, have, I have benefits to being connected with God. I have benefits for being a part of God's sonship. I have, I have benefits because I am a part of his royalty. I know, I know, I know you may be saying, you may be saying you, you look normal to you, but no, 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 no. Your royalty, your, 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 your royalty. You, you are royal priesthood in God's kingdom. You, you are not just ordinary. No, 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 no. Stop doubting yourself. Stop, stop looking down on yourself. You are not just ordinary people. You are children of the most high God. Your, your name has been written in the Lamb's book of life. You, you have a calling on your life that God knew you before the foundations of the world. Can the church shout Hallelujah. The third thing, the third thing that the Holy Spirit now gives us is a glory that shall be revealed in the earth that gives us the Holy Spirit it gives us now a promise that is beyond these four walls it gives us now a promise that is beyond what our eyes can see it gives us now a promise that is beyond what our normal eyes see on a regular basis 
please please understand I know I know you may forget I know I know I know I know I know maybe we focus so much on living on this earth that we've forgotten about our kingdom that is to come brothers and sisters can I encourage each and every one of you if there's one thing that you may don't forget may I encourage you that yes you should get your car down here and yes you should try to get the house that you want down here yes you should try to get everything that God wants you to get on this earth but please do not forget your heavenly home that was made not by man's hands please please don't forget that our time down here it is short that our time down here it is temporary but those of us that name the name of Jesus we have a promise that is outside of this earth that is outside of this temporal realm that one day the trump shall sound and the dead in Christ they shall rise and those of us that remain shall be caught up with him can a church shout hallelujah please please brothers and sisters don't forget it don't forget it get your money but don't forget heaven get your money but don't forget that money is here and it goes go ahead get the marriage but the marriage is here and then it will end all things on this earth will come to an end but the one thing that will never the one thing that will never pass away and that is the land that Jesus promised us can the church shout hallelujah I got to close but there's one last thing in my last five minutes that God promises us that the Holy Spirit gives us the Bible says that in our text that likewise the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities for we know not what we should pray for but the spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered in other words the Holy Spirit has been given to us to help us in this walk with God it is to help us accomplish and help us with the things that we are weak in can the church shout hallelujah it helps us notice the word here help it is not 
implying that God will do on his own. No, no, no. It is not implying that God will do it by himself. No, it is implying that he is going to assist us in our infirmities. For we, we are weak in our bodies. We are weak in our flesh to follow the will of God. So much so that sometimes we don't even know what we should pray for. Sometimes we're so weak in our flesh that we don't even know the things that we should pray for. Sometimes we are so weak in our flesh that we may not know what we should do like we should. So the Bible says that he has given us the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit helps us in our weaknesses that it assists us in our most vulnerable times that it helps us when we are confused when we are not sure of which way to go the Holy Spirit Jesus says should guide us into all truth the Holy Spirit is supposed to enlighten us and help us to accomplish God's will on this earth. It is supposed to help us to do his will and what it is that he desires. My dear brothers and my dear sisters, in my last two minutes before I go and I close this sermon, I need to encourage you. I need to remind you. I need you to remember that God's spirit is on the inside of you. It is not dormant, no ma'am and no sir. It is not lacking, no ma'am and no sir. It is not missing anything. It did not forget about you. It did not forsake you. It did not leave you by the wayside. But the Holy Spirit is in you working to do what God's will for you is. Can the church shout hallelujah? my brothers and my sisters it works on the inside of us and it is making intercession for us even when we don't know what to say it is searching the heart and the mind of God and it is always pleading on behalf of us God's people it is always there for us it is always God us and because of this Paul says that we know that all things will work together for good to them that love God to them who are called according to his purpose why because his 
spirit is always around us. It's working on the inside. It's working on the outside. It's working in the heavens. And therefore, there is no place that I can go and God not cover me. There is no place that I can go and God not be there. So then, what shall we say to all these things? What shall we say to all the trials and tribulations? What shall we say to all the misunderstandings? What shall we say to all of the problems of this life? If God be for us, who can be against us? Because he spared not his own son, but he delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with Jesus also freely give us all things? In other words, if God is in me, there's nothing that he can't deliver me from. If God is in me, there's no trial that I can't get over. If God is in me, there is no mountain that's too high for me. If God is in me, there's no sickness that can behold me. That the blood of Jesus cannot prevail. For the scripture says, by his stripes, I am here. So then, I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, no principalities, no powers, no things present, no things to come, no height, no death, no creature shall be able to separate me from the love of God. His spirit is helping me. His spirit is guiding me. His spirit is working on me. Even when I don't want it to work, his spirit is down on the inside, pulling on me, telling me what's right, telling me where to go. His spirit is powerful. His spirit is mighty. His spirit is always working. Can the church shout supposed to do. 
you just ignore it sometimes. It's still working. It's going to help you. But it's not going to do it by itself. You got to partner with God. It's still there. It didn't leave. It's going to help you. It's going to help you. He's going to help. But you have to partner with him. Notice what the scripture says. It does not leave out personal responsibility. It does not say that you don't have to walk with him. No, no. I have to walk with the Spirit. And as I walk with him, he then guides me. But if I choose to follow myself, I'll miss them all the time. If I choose to go my own way, I'll miss out on what he's trying to do. He tried to tell you to leave that man alone, but you didn't want to listen. He tried to tell you she was no good, but you didn't want to listen. And then you got mad at God because your way didn't work out. He says, no. The Spirit is there to help. But you got to partner with Him. Y'all, this word is for somebody thought God wasn't there. No, God's there. He just wants you to agree with him. Everyone stand. This altar call is twofold. First part is for those of us, you don't have a relationship with him. I don't care what nobody said. You need his Holy Spirit. Young, old, you need his Holy Spirit. <clears throat> 
if you stand a chance, you need his Holy Spirit. If you are not saved and you know you're not, you know. I was one of them that tried to hide in the crowd, that tried to hide next to the one who was next to me. But deep down, I know I, I didn't give my life to Christ. You know you haven't been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. You know you don't have his Holy Spirit. You need to come. The second is for those of us who are on the verge of giving up. You thought it was all over and that God was ignoring you. Now he's not ignoring you. He's going to help you. But he needs you to partner with him. And maybe today you just need prayer for strength. So that you can lift your side. Come. 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 You need to come. You need to come. You need to come. God will help you. He will guide you. He will save you. Come. If the walk is intimidating, that's okay. We'll walk with you. I'll send somebody to walk with you. I'll walk with you. I know that's a long walk, man. I, I know when you're dealing with something, that's a long ways. That's okay. We'll come to you. But you need to come. You need prayer for strength. You need to come. You need prayer for life. You need to come. Every hand in here raised. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We love you. We adore you. God, your word says that you will help us. That you will guide us. That you will help us, God, in our weaknesses. That if we partner for, with you, you would perform for us. So, God, I pray for my brother and my sister. I pray for their strength. I pray, God, that you guide them. I pray, God, that you help them. I pray, God, that you strengthen them on this week and that, God, you be with us, Lord. Father, we are nothing without you, and we need you, Jesus. Be with us, God. We need you, and we partner with you. In Jesus' name, amen.